0: Thee, O oh Lord, I will bless Thee, O oh Lord, with a heart of thanksgiving. I will bless Thee, O oh Lord, I will bless Thee, O oh Lord. I will bless Thee, O oh Lord, with a heart of thanksgiving. I will bless Thee, O oh Lord, with my hands lifted up and my mouth filled with praise. With a heart of thanksgiving, I will bless Thee, O oh Lord. I will bless Thee, O oh Lord. I will bless Thee, O oh Lord. With the heart of thanksgiving I will bless Thee, O oh Lord. With my hands lifted up And my mouth filled with praise. With the heart of thanksgiving I will bless Thee, O Lord. I will bless Thee, O Lord. I will bless Thee, O Lord. With the heart of thanksgiving, I will bless Thee, O Lord. I will bless thee, O Lord, I will bless thee, O Lord, with the heart of thanksgiving. I will bless thee, O Lord. Father, we come to you tonight. God, we bless your glorious name, O God. We give honor, we give praise, and we give thanks again for this glorious day. This is the day that you have made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it, O God. I am thankful for all that thou doest, O God, some trust in chariots and horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord our God, O Lord Jesus, you are my Lord, you are my Savior, you are my strength and my Deliverer, you are my peace, O God, God. You are the friend that sticking closer than a brother. I thank you again tonight, oh God, just to be with you. Just to walk with you, God means everything to me. Just to know that you are near your hand, it leads and guides me. Oh God, for you alone are worthy. I thank you for the blood tonight, O oh Jesus. I thank you for your healing touch. I pray for the bereaved tonight. Oh God, that you would touch, oh God, tonight. uh, That you would reach down upon those that are sick in body tonight. Uh, I ask you, dear God, that you move upon the feeble hearts and the troubled minds. uh, that you would touch the night, O God, this nation. Uh, that you would move across our nation tonight, O God. Uh, that you would continue to root out evil and wickedness and unrighteousness and impurity and unholiness uh, in this land, O God. Whatever you've got to do, Jesus, uh, to show yourself strong in behalf of your people, uh, move mightily, oh God, tonight. Uh, let your will be accomplished, oh God, in this land tonight. 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 Uh, We need you, Almighty God. We need you like never before. Uh, If we need anything, we need you tonight, Jesus. Uh, You are God and you are God alone. Uh, And I thank you, Lord God, uh, that in thy hand is the greatest, O God, uh, and in thy hand is power and might to give strength and glory. And honor, O God, all that is in heaven and earth is thine. And thou art exalted upon the head of all, O God. Uh, and I call to you again tonight, Lord, uh, for your wisdom, for your knowledge, for your understanding, uh, for your direction, your discretion, O God. Lead us uh, according to thy perfect will, O God. Uh, I will bless the Lord at all times uh, his praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord, and the humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name together. Oh God, I exalt you tonight. I lift you high, O oh God. You are worthy, Father, to be praised. And I give thanks that I have another opportunity just to say thank you tonight. Just to say thank you tonight, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. And he walks with me, and he talks with me, and he tells me I am his own, and the joy we share as we tarry there, none other has ever known. I come to the garden alone, while the dew is still long the roses and the voice I hear falling on my ear, the son of God, this and He walks with me, and God talks with me, and He tells me I am His own, and the joy we share As we tarry there, none other has ever known. He speaks in the sound of his voice is so sweet. The birds hush. They're singing and the melody that he gave to me within my heart is ringing and he walks With me and he talks, with me and he tells me I am his own. And the joy we share as we tarry there. None other has ever known I'd stay in the garden with Him Though the night around me be falling But he bids me go through the voice of woe. His voice to me is calling. And he walks with me and God As ever no. Oh Father, I praise you. God, I thank you again tonight, Lord. Uh, God, I thank you for that opportunity that I get to come into the garden. Uh, that I can come into your presence with thanksgiving in my heart. Uh, that I can enter your gates with praise, oh God, and be thankful. For every opportunity, God, that I get to to come into your presence, O Lord. You alone are worthy, O God, to be praised. I will sing of the mercies of the Lord forever. You are my God. You are my Lord. You are my strength. You are my song. You are my buckler. You are my tower, O God. You are my almighty God. You are the bread of life. You are the comforter. You are the door. You are the everlasting. Light, you're the faithful one. You're the holy one. You're the indwelling Spirit, O God. You're the just King. You're the King of all kings. You're the Lord of all lords. You're the Master. You are the name that's above every other name. You're the omnipresent Spirit. You are the Prince of all peace. You are the quickening Spirit, Father. You're the Rose of Sharon. You are my Savior. You are my truth, O God. You are my unlevered bread, my victory. You are my word, my expectation, my yoke, and my zeal. God, I'm thankful that I know you. You are Jehovah Jireh, my provider. You are Jehovah Nisi, my banner. You are Jehovah Raha, my shepherd. You are Jehovah Rapha, my healer. You are Jehovah Taniskanu, my righteousness. You are Jehovah Imkadesh, my maker, O God, my praise. To you, belongs to you. All glory, all honor, and all thanksgiving belongs to you, God. It belongs to you, and I give you praise, and I give you thanks. What a mighty God we serve. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Nothing like talking to God. Amen. Spending time in your secret closet with the master. Nothing like being in his presence. Nothing like, amen, calling upon that name that's high and lifted up, uh, whose train filled the temple. Amen. Hallelujah. What a mighty God. Hallelujah. It is so good to be in the house of the Lord again tonight. Amen. I don't take it for granted. It's just a good feeling. What a good, good feeling. Somebody wrote a song, I never had a good like this before. Looking back on how things used to be, God has really been good to me. Amen. Well, we want to get right into our lesson again tonight. For those of you online tonight, amen, we're talking about a life of prayer this month. Amen. A life of prayer. A life of prayer. Now, last month, Anybody know what we talked about last month? A radiant life. Amen. So everybody's shining bright. Everybody's like flashlights. (laughs) Amen. They're shining bright. Amen. And so tonight we're going to touch on one of those things that help us have that radiant life is that a prayer. Amen. Acts chapter 2, verse 42. Acts chapter 2, verse 42. Amen. Give you a chance to get your Bibles. Acts chapter 2, verse 42, the writer says, And they continue steadfast in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and breaking of bread and in prayer. Amen. Notice, they continued. That means no stopping. Turn to somebody and say, no stopping. (laughs) That's what it means. Amen. That you don't stop. Amen. Whatever the pattern was, as the Lord told Moses, you see that you make all things according to the pattern. Showed you in the mount. Amen. So if they continued steadfast, that means they did not stop. They did not quit. Amen. And so they continue steadfast in the doctrine. Amen. They kept studying the doctrine. They kept teaching the doctrine. They kept preaching the doctrine. They kept having fellowship with one another. Amen. Breaking bread, to getting together, Amen. Studying the Word of God and eating together. Good apostolics always get together to eat a little bread and talk a little bread, you know. But the important notice and in prayer. Amen. We must continue in prayer. We've got to have a life. A prayer. Your life must be centered as a Christian around prayer. You got to continue to hold fast to prayer in your life. If you look at people who have weak faith, amen, they say that weak faith is associated with the like of prayer. Amen. If your faith is weak, they said it is associated with the like of prayer. You're not praying enough. You're not seeking God enough. You're not building your relationship with God enough. Sin in your life is associated with a lack of continual prayer. Amen. Not tithing and giving offerings is associated with a lack of prayer. A lack of church attendance is associated with a lack of prayer. uh sluggishness, depression, laziness, unkemptness, tiredness are all associated with a lack of continual prayer. Divorce is associated with a lack of continual prayer. more living is associated with a lack of continual prayer. Fear is associated with a lack of continual prayer. So we can see that prayer is so important to the life of a child of God. Amen. And they continued steadfast, amen, because they wanted to keep that relationship with Jesus and the church and the saints of God intact, amen, and that's why we too must continue to stay fast and continue to do the things that the early church did. If we say that we are a part of the early church, amen, and that we are born again of the water and of the Spirit. Then therefore we must follow the same patterns that has been given unto us. Amen. On page one, opening prayer is as old as man, as universal as religion, and as instinctive as breathing. And to self, to him also, there was born a son, and he called his name Enos. Then began men to call upon the name of the Lord, Genesis chapter 4, verse 26. Prayer is practiced in some form by all men of all faiths. Prayer springs from the heart with a need, a need greater than man's ability to encounter. Prayer is man's acknowledge of a being higher than himself. Most men try to pray, yet so few know how to pray. There are two kinds of prayers according to Jesus, the prayers that does not reach God and the prayer that does reach God. And Jesus illustrate this to us in Luke chapter 18. If you want to go there real quick, Luke chapter 18, Luke chapter 18, on with verse 9. And he spake this parable unto certain which trusted in themselves that they were righteous and despised others. Two men went up into the temple to pray. The one was a Pharisee, the other a publican. The Pharisees stood and prayed thus with themselves. God, I thank thee that I am not as other men are. Extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even as this publican. I fast twice in a week. I give tithes of all that I possess. And the publican standing afar off would not lift so much up as his eyes unto heaven, but smoke upon his breast, saying, God, be merciful unto me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other. For everyone that exalted themselves shall be abased, and he that humbled himself shall be exalted. Amen. So Jesus gives us examples here of what prayers will get through and what prayers will not get through. Amen. So he's calling our attention to be careful how we approach the kingdom, how we approach the throne of God. Amen. We don't come with a prideful matter, Amen. We must walk humbly before our God, as we've already learned in some of our studies. What does the Lord require, Micah said, to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly before our God. Amen. So it's a rare privilege to pray because it brings you into a close fellowship with God. And that's the key, I think, that we have to realize. And some people is afraid, I think, to pray because they think, I don't know how to pray. And, uh, or maybe my prayers are not going to get through, but God just wants us to come to Him. He wants us to talk to Him. Amen. And so we need to realize that when we're praying, we're not talking to men. We're talking to God. Amen. And so therefore we should come with the right attitude and the right heart set and the mindset. Amen. We should examine ourselves before we approach God. Amen. So we we come to God as a privilege to have that fellowship with God. You know, the song we just sung, I, I come to the garden along while the, the dew is still on the roses. Those early morning, those nautical hour times that you can still away where it's quiet early in the morning. And as a result, you can get along with God and you can communicate with him. And you get strength and you get joy and you get peace and you get that that calmness that just overwhelms you to make you feel and, and understand that you're going to be okay. God is with you. You're, you're, you're not out of your mind. You're going to be okay. God is going to be with you. I won't leave you. I won't forsake you. Amen. So we need to have this life of prayer. Praise God. As we have just seen that prayers first mentioned uh, there in Genesis in Genesis 4:26 uh, after Seth is born uh, that men began to call upon the name of the Lord amen they begin, for some reason the scripture tells us that they began to pray they began to seek after God amen and so you can see that prayer is as old as man is. Just, you know, if you go all the way back to the Book of Genesis, Amen. They wanted that communication with God. There's been so many books uh, that has been written uh, about prayer and and the importance of prayer. And I, I will tell you, there's there's nothing like prayer I think every book that I have written I I talk about the importance uh, of prayer because I have found in my life and and in the church it is essential that every child of God have a continual love for God and a continual prayer life, and that they continue to seek, and they continue to intercede for one another. Amen. As a matter of fact, notice what Paul told Timothy there in 1 Timothy chapter number 2, 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 1 through 5, 1 Timothy chapter 2 in your Bibles tonight. Amen. 1 Timothy chapter 2 in the New Testament, for those of you out there online tonight, and that I may not capture first Timothy chapter two, amen, verse one through five. I exalt therefore that first of all supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings, and all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceful peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who will have all men to be saved and come unto the knowledge of the truth. For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man, Christ Jesus. Amen. So Paul says... I. Timothy, I want first things first. Uh, He says, I want supplications and I want prayers. Amen. To be implemented uh, first and foremost. Amen. And that's important to your life. Amen. We've got to pray. The books that's been written about prayer. There's been prayer conferences that we have. Maybe you have gone to a prayer conference. Uh, Amen. Or maybe you have just got it in. Come to a prayer meeting, you know, here at this church. We say we have prayer a half an hour before every service. to set the tempo, to to set the stage for the service, Uh, amen, because that's what we want. Uh, This is important to the church and to the child of God. You you want to get your heart right, amen, so that you can receive the Word of God. That's why we have established these times of of prayer prior to the service is because we want your heart to be right. We want you to get all the bitterness uh, and stuff out of your heart throughout the day on your job, somebody may have said something that you didn't like and you're holding a a little bit of bitterness in your heart. Uh, Or maybe you said something or maybe you did something wrong and you want to get your heart right, amen, because you don't want anything to to hinder the word of God when it's coming forth. Amen. Because you want the seed to, to get into your heart and you want the seed of God to, to be able to grow in your life so that you can grow and the knowledge and grace of Jesus Christ. Amen. You want your heart right uh, so that when you go to God in prayer, amen, he will hear you because the scripture says uh, in Psalm 66, 18, if I have iniquity in my heart, God won't hear me. Amen. So I I got to realize, I have to ask myself, amen, is my heart right, uh, amen, when I talk to God? Uh, is my prayers being delayed uh, because my heart it's not right, amen. Prayer is so important. There's been so much talk uh, about prayer, amen. Even this last month, uh, we've been uh, energized to pray, amen. There, back, I can remember back in 2012, our district's theme was about the prayer of Asher, amen. We had the prayer of Asher way back then, amen, and we prayed for the whole year, Constantly praying, praise God. And it is important that we build this life. Notice the early church continued. And that's what I was saying early. I love that old song, In the Garden. Because I can remember as a kid, Sister Michaela, my mom would come through the hall going to the kitchen in our old house that we lived there in North Carolina. Amen. From the living room, she had to pass down the hall to get to the kitchen, which was on the end of the house. Amen. And my bedroom was there on the right-hand side, and every morning she'd come through. She'd be humming that song, i come to the garden alone while the dew is still on the roses. Uh, and so as a little boy, I got to hear that song in, in my home constantly, amen, being hummed uh, by my mom, amen, and, and it just got into my heart, and it got into me. And as I got older, I start realizing what was transpiring. The man is saying he was he he's getting along with God. He's communicating with God. He's having talk with Jesus. Amen. As the old song said, just a little talk with Jesus will make it all right. Praise God. Brother G.T. Haywood, I see a crimson stream of blood. A song that'll pour you into a prayer corner somewhere. Amen. Amen. Those old hymnals you get to sing them old hymnals. they're going to make you pray. They're going to cause you to get into a life of prayer. Amen. There's the tabernacle plan. The maggins for years talked about the tabernacle plan and praying through the tabernacle. Amen. Every day, Brother G.A. would talk about Praying through the tabernacle. And Anthony Mangan would talk about praying through the tabernacle. Amen. You know, and, 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 and it just builds you up. They continue. Praise God. Amen. And so we have to continue to remember to pray daily. You know, David Wilkerson back, I think it might have been about 2000, somewhere in there, or 2001, maybe. He wrote that book, The Prayer Jabez. Everybody remember that, right? And and that took off. I mean, you know, there in First Chronicles chapter four, verse nine and ten, Amen. The Bible says in Jabez, First Chronicles chapter four, verse nine and ten, it says, "And Jabez was more honorable than his brothers, and his mother called his name Jabez." saying, because I bore him in sorrow. Verse 10, And Jabez called on God of Israel, saying, O that thou wouldest bless me indeed, and enlarge my coast, and that thine hand might be with me, and that thou wouldest keep me from evil. That it may not grieve me. And God granted him his request. Think about that. Amen. He just prayed and says, God, I would that you would bless me. Simple prayer. Amen. Large my borders, that thine hand might be with me. In other words, God you lead me, God you direct me. And thou will keep me from evil, me, protect me from all that I, I think Jesus told us to pray that, didn't he? Amen. Leave it us not in the temptation, but deliver us from all that is evil. Amen. And that it would not grieve me. And God granted him his request. Wow. What a blessing. Listen to Solomon's prayer. Second Chronicles chapter one. Second Chronicles chapter one, verse seven through verse twelve. Second Chronicles chapter one, verse seven through verse twelve. In that night did God appear unto Solomon and said unto him, Ask what I shall do or shall give thee. And Solomon said unto God, Thou hast showed great mercy unto David, my father, and hast made me to reign in his stead. Now, O Lord God, let thy promise unto David, my father, be established. For thou hast made me king over a people like the dust of the earth in multitude. Give me now wisdom and knowledge." that I may go out and come in before this people, for who can judge this thy people that is so great? And God said to Solomon, Because this was in thine heart, and thou hast not asked riches, wealth, or honor, nor the life of thine enemies, neither yet hast thou asked long life. But thou hast as wisdom and knowledge for thyself that thou mayest judge my people over whom I have made thee king. Wisdom is knowledge is granted unto thee. And I will give thee riches and wealth and honor such as none of the kings have had that have been before thee. Neither shall there be any after thee have the like. Wow. Notice, he just prayed and asked for wisdom to lead God's people. God says, you didn't ask for riches. You didn't ask for honor. You didn't ask for your enemy's head, basically. You just wanted to lead my people right. And God says to him, that was in your heart. In other words, you were sincere. And he says, because you asked that, he says, I'm going to give you wisdom. I'm going to give you knowledge. I'm going to give you the things that you didn't even ask for. And there's not going to be none after you as there wasn't none before you. Wow. What a blessing. Amen. Amen. Our attitude here. That see, that's why I believe scripture tell us God knows the things we have need of before we ever ask of him. But it's how I approach him. And we're talking about more, this more in the lesson as we get into it about how to pray and where to pray. But it's important that we understand that we got to keep our hearts right. Amen. With God at all times and that we've got to come before Him, amen, with the right attitude and a right motive, praise God, because He will give us things that we don't even ask for, because He already knows what we have need of. He will take care of us when our heart is right, praise God, amen. And so Jesus tells us throughout scriptures that He has already given us an example of everything we need to do. The Bible tells us in Mark chapter, chapter 1, verse 35, it says, And in the morning, rising up great while before day, he went out and departed into a solitary place, and there prayed. Amen. See, one of the things about getting up real early and going and pray is you're going to love prayer. You're going to you it, it is an indication that you love to pray when you get up real early in the morning <laughs> before the sun break. Amen. You want to get along with God. Some people say, oh, man, that's too early. You know, I can remember in Okinawa when I first got to Okinawa, everybody, if you was a minister, you had a prayer shift. And Sister Parker and my prayer shift was four o'clock in the morning. Amen. So we had, we had some guys that was before us, their hour, you know, and they lived way up in the northern part of the island. So that means they had to drive all the way like 60 miles almost down to the church. Amen. To be able to get to their prayer ship and then turn around. Then we had one brother and his family. They was down at Camp Kinsler, to the southern end of the island and we're in the middle of the island. <laughs> so they had to go, they had to get their kids up. Put their kids in the car, come and pray, get their kids up off the floor at church, get them back in the car, and then drive back home. And you always pray that nobody missed their shift. <laughs> Cause you had to wait till they got there in order to get relieved so you, there was somebody there at the church. But every, if you was a minister, you had a prayer shift. And that was important, amen. And, and and it taught us, it taught us to love praying. It taught us to be able to seek God, amen. And there was nothing like it when we did prayer lock-ins and 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 as men, amen. And and just loving to be spending that time with God. I tell you, for me personally, and this is just your pastor. I I mean, I love to to rise early and get outside and. You know, and go walk real early before the the sun ever pops, so you know I can talk to God out there when it's nice and quiet and stuff, or sit on the front steps, or sit in the chairs out in front of my lawn and just you know look at the mountains and have a good talk with the Lord. Amen. This this is is good. Jesus is giving us an example. Amen. Mark tells us in Mark chapter six verse 45 through 46 it says mark chapter 6 verse 45 and 46 it says in a straightway he constrained his disciples to get into the ship and to go to the other side before and to Bethsaida, while he went away while he sent away the people and when he had sent them away he departed into a mountain to pray amen notice Jesus set the example for us. He set the example for us of the importance of prayer. Amen. He was constantly praying. And, he, and he, like I said, He says, I have given you an example. Amen. So if we're going to build a life of prayer, we have to know what prayer is. Amen. What is prayer? Prayer is Casting and receiving. Amen. The scripture says in Matthew 7, 7 through verse 11, as, Matthew chapter 7, verse 7 through verse 11, as, and it shall be given you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be open unto you. For every one that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth, and to him that knocketh it shall be opened. A what man is there of you, whom if his son asks bread, will he give him a stone? Or if he asks a fish, will he give him a serpent? If you then, being evil, know how to good give, good, give good gifts unto your children, how much more Shall your Father, which is in heaven, give good things to them that asked him. Amen. So prayer is asking and receiving. It is talking with God. It is making requests known to him by faith. Amen. Now Hebrews 11:1 tell us that faith is the substance of things hoped for. it is the evidence of things not seen. The Lord instructs the believers to ask, to seek, and to knock. Amen. We keep asking. We keep seeking. And we keep knocking. Prayer is asking and receiving. When you know the will of God regarding a need, whether it be material or spiritual, you can ask and receive. This is prayer according to the revealed will of God. You already know what God's will is, so you can pray and ask and you receive. First John chapter five, verse 14 and 15. First John chapter five, verse 14 and verse 15. John writes, and this is the confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. And if we know that he hears us whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petition that we desire of him. Amen. Notice. And this is the confidence. In other words, it gives you confidence. If I know God's will, I can pray according to that will, and God will answer. That's why when you look in I as, as, uh first Kings chapter eighteen, when Elijah summons everybody to the top of Mount Carmel, and he says, How long have you had two opinions? You know, he knew the will of God. He knew that God wanted to turn Israel's heart back to him. Amen. He knew that God would answer. And as a result, he did what he did. Amen. And when he prayed, amen, God answered by fire and 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 did exactly, amen, what Elijah said when Jehoshaphat was told, amen, in 2nd Chronicles chapter 20 that the Ammons and Moab was coming out, and and Mount Seir was coming out against him. He knew the will of God. Amen. Because he was there when Solomon had prayed. Because God says, when your enemy is too big for you, if you come to this house that is called by my name and pray, I will hear you and I will answer. He knew. That's why he went right in the middle of the court. Amen. And began to call out to God. He knew the will of God. Amen that God would be with them. And so as a result, God answered him. Praise God. Prayer is, number B, prayer is seeking and finding. When you do not know the will of God regarding a need, whether it be material or spiritual, then you can seek His will in prayer concerning this need until you find it. This is prayer for knowledge of the unrevealed Will of God is a specific need. Amen. Now, let's look at Nehemiah, the book of Nehemiah, real quick. Amen. Back in the Old Testament again. Nehemiah. I wonder where they got that when I was a kid. They got that drink called, soda pop called Nehemiah. <laughs> chapter one, I'm going to just read a little bit here. I'm going to read the whole first chapter to lay a little foundation here. The word of Nehemiah, the son of Hekelia, and it came to pass in the month of Shilu, December. And the 20th year, as I was in Shushan, the palace. Anybody ever been to Shushan? Where you hear about Shushan at before? In the Bible. Daniel, Esther, all those guys. Amen. That Hananiah, one of my brethren, came, he and certain men of Judah, and I asked them concerning the Jews that had escaped, which was left of the captivity and concerning Jerusalem. And I said, I beseech thee, O God, Lord God of heaven, the great and terrible God, that keepeth a covenant and mercy of them that love Him and observe His commandments, let thine ear now be attentive, and thine ears, and thine eyes, excuse me, open, that thou mayest hear the prayer of thy servant, which I pray before thee now, day and night, for the children of Israel, thy servants and confess the sins of the children of Israel, which we have sinned against thee. Both I and my father's house have sinned. We have dealt very corruptly against thee, and have not kept the commandments, nor the statutes, nor the judgments, which thou commandest thy servants Moses. Remember, I beseech thee, the word that thou commandest thy servant Moses, saying, If you transgress, I will scatter you abroad among the nations. But if you turn unto me and keep my commandments and do them, though there were of you cast out unto the uttermost parts of the heaven, yet will I gather them from thence and will bring them unto the place that I have chosen to set my name there. Now these are thy servants and thy people whom thou hast redeemed by the great power and by thy strong hand. O Lord, I beseech thee, let now thine ear be attentive to the prayer of thy servant and to the prayer of thy servants who desire to fear thy name and prosper. I pray thee, thy servant this day, and grant him mercy in the sight of this man, for I was the king's cupbearer. Amen. Now notice Nehemiah's prayer. He gets news that the city is broken down. Jerusalem is in ruins, is in a bad shape, is in a bad situation. And the, Nehemiah, he sat down, he's grieved, but notice he began to pray to God. He began to pour out his heart to God. He's the cup bearer of the king. Amen. And so notice now in chapter two. Amen. Verse one. Now, look at the difference in time link here if you want to manage our time here from what I just read to right now. Now, Chislu is the month December, okay? Remember that. He he got the bad news in December. And it came to pass in the month of Nisan, which is April. So now we're talking almost four months later. In the twentieth year of Ataxeris, the king, that wine was before him, and I took up the wine and gave it unto the king. Now I had not been before time sad in his presence. Wherefore the king said unto me, Why is that continent sad, seeing thou art not sick? This is nothing else but sorrow of heart. Then I was very sore afraid, and I said unto the king, Let the king live forever. Why should not my countenance be sad when the city, the place of my father's sepulchre, lie waste, and the gates thereof are consumed with fire? Then the king said unto me, For what dost thou make requests? So the king says, what do you want? Did he tell him? Notice the end of the sentence. So I prayed to the God of heaven. Amen. In other words, he don't know what the will of God is. Amen. He don't know. Amen. He's gotten bad news. It's crushing him. Here it is four months later. He's still sad about the situation. He don't really know what to do. He don't know what the will of God is. But for some reason, after his prayer, and now he comes to the king, and the king realizes there's something going on. And so the king, because he's been a faithful servant, not only to God, but he's been a faithful servant to the king as the cupbearer, the king asked him, What is your request? And so Nehemiah says, And I prayed to the God of heaven. I want to know what God wants me to do. I just don't want to go out there on my own. Amen. I might ask for something that he said, I'm not letting you do that. Amen. But we see as you continue to read the story here in the book of Nehemiah, Nehemiah prayed. And as a result, when he'd come and tell the king exactly what he wants, amen, the king grants to him what he wants. Verse 5. And so I said unto the king, if it please the king, and if thy servant have found favor in thy sight, that thou would send me unto Judah, unto the city of my father's sepulchre, that I may build it. And the king said unto me, the queen also sitting by him, For how long shall thy journey be, and when wilt thou return? So it pleased the king to send me, and I set him a time. Moreover, I said unto the king, If it please the king, let letters be given me to the governors beyond the river, that they may convey me over till I come to Judah. And a letter unto Asaph, thy keeper of the king's forest, that he may give me the timber to make beams of the gates of the palace which pertaineth to the house and for the wall of the city and for the house that I shall enter into and the king granted me according to the good hand of my God upon me. Notice you, you, you've got to have that life of prayer. Amen. When you get bad news, you want to be able to pull your heart out to God. You want to be able to go to God in prayer. When you don't know the will of God, Amen. You've got to have your heart right. You you've got already have established that prayer life, amen. So that when you come to God, you can you're sensitive to what God wants you to do. You don't want to just give in a request, amen, without knowing the will of God. When, when these kind of situations that Nehemiah faced, or maybe you're going to face a bigger situation. I don't know what's going to happen. Amen. But if you have a life of prayer to where you are being God's servant yet, and serving him with purity of heart and purity of mind, and you don't know the will of God. Amen. You can seek him. Amen. For the direction that he desire you to go, because you always want to be in the perfect will of God. When you go to do certain things that you don't know what God desires of you to do, you want to make sure that you are in His perfect will. Amen. The Apostle Paul tells us in Colossians 3, one, if you've been risen with Christ, seek those things above where Christ is seated on the right hand of God. Set your affections on things above, not on things of this earth, but you're dead and your life is hid with God in Christ. So as dead Christians, Amen, we should be doing the will of God all the time. Prayer should be centers around us. Amen. Prayer Amen. Is seeking, as I said earlier, and finding. Isaiah fifty five, seven says, Seek ye the Lord, while he may be found. Call upon him. While he is I mean fifty three. Fifty-five, that's right. Yeah, fifty-five. Verse six, excuse me, I'm ahead of myself. There you go. (laughs) Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. We need to seek after God and find him. Amen. Because we want to know what he desires. Seek ye first, Jesus says in Matthew 6.33, the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. Prayer is knocking and opening when you know the will of God and yet you find a closed door. You are to knock and keep knocking until God opens the door. This is tenacious prayer. Prayer for mountain moving faith. Knocking prayers persevere until the impossible becomes the possible. This is miracle working prayer. Amen. Matthew chapter 17. Matthew chapter 17 verse 14 through verse 21. And they said, some say that thou art John the Baptist. Some says, excuse me, wrong chapter. And when they were come to the multitude, there came to him a certain man kneeling down to him and saying, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he's a lunatic and so vexed, for oftentimes he falleth into a fire and often into water. And I brought him to thy disciples, and they could not cure him. And Jesus answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him hither to me. And Jesus rebuked the devil, and he departed out of him, and the child was cured from that very hour. Then came the disciples to Jesus and said, Why could we not cast him out? And Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief. For verily I say unto you, if you have the faith as a grain of a mustard seed, you shall say that this mountain removed hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible to you. How be it this kind goeth not out but by prayer and fasting. Amen. Notice, you've got to keep knocking you got to keep persevering, amen, till you get your answer. We know the story about the, the woman, the Syrophoenician woman, I think. It might be there in, in Matthew chapter 15. Let's back up a little bit. Amen. Verse, uh, 21, 22. Let's start with, uh, 21. And then we'll, yeah, we're just 21 through 28. <clears throat> Then Jesus went thence and departed to the coast of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a woman of Canaan came out of the same coast and cried unto him, saying, Have mercy on me, my Lord, thou son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed with the devil. But he answered her not a word. And his disciples came and brought him, said, besought him, said, Send her away. For she cried after us. But he answered and said, I am not sent but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Then came she and worshipped him, said, Lord, help me. But he answered and said, It is not meet to take the children's bread and cast to the dogs. And she said, Truth, Lord, yet the dogs eat the crumbs which falls from their master's table. Then Jesus answered and said unto her, O woman, great is thy faith. Be it unto thee, even as thou wilt, and our daughters may hold that very hour amen you got to sometimes keep pressing, don't give up, remember. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. It is the evidence of things not seen. That's why Hebrews 10, 35-39 says, Cast not away your confidence, which have great recompense of reward, for you have need of patience, that after you've done the will of God, you might receive the promise. For yet in a little while, he that will come will come and will not tarry. Now the just have got to live by faith. But if any man draw back, My soul shall have no pleasure in him, but we're not of them that draw back to perdition. We're them that believe to the saving of the soul. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. You gotta keep pushing. You gotta pray until something happens. Amen. If God says no, then you're gonna find peace. Uh, If God says yes, you're gonna find joy. If God says wait, It's going to increase your faith. Amen. So you've got to realize, amen, that we've got to pray. We've got to keep pushing. We've got to keep seeking until we find. We've got to keep knocking until the door is open. Amen. We have got to pray. It is important that we build a life of prayer as the early church, and we never stop until we cross the finish line and hear him say, well done. Thy good and faithful servant. Amen. So we're going to talk about a life of prayer. Amen. It's important that you keep it fresh. Amen. Keep it moving. Amen. Being led by the Spirit of Almighty God. Amen. God, thank you, Jesus. We love you, Lord. God, you are so good to us. Oh, Lord God, I thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you for your love, oh God. Whisper a prayer in the morning. Whisper a prayer at noon. Whisper a prayer in the evening. So keep your heart in tune. Oh, whisper a prayer in the morning. Whisper a prayer at noon. Whisper a prayer in the evening. So keep your heart in tune. Whisper a prayer in the morning. Whisper a prayer at noon, whisper a prayer in the evening, so keep your heart in tune. Father, again, we thank you tonight for your goodness and mercy and for your word. Let it take root in our hearts and mind that we will not sin against thee, God, but stay strong and steadfast and your loving kindness and tender mercy. Amen. God bless you. Don't forget Sunday morning prayer, nine o'clock, discipleship, nine thirty. Starting a new lesson this month again. Amen. Uh, and don't forget that we have a special guest. The Beckers will be with us this Sunday. Amen. Ministering for us have come, ready to worship, have a good time in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. God bless you. Have a good evening and sleep well.